Welcome to the audio ministry of Love Foundation Christian Center, a place to find God's love. Pastors Osage and Bridget Airboard teach the word with simplicity and truth. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message inspires and encourages you. Enjoy the message. Doing this morning, highly favored. Yes, thank you. Come on, that's an opportunity to praise God. How are you guys doing this morning? Has God been good to you? Hallelujah. All right, this morning we're going to continue very briefly on um, the people God made rich. Who are those that God made rich? Number one. Hallelujah. You get an A. When we think about the people that God made rich, the first person we need to think about is ourselves. The church, God has already made us rich. What does it say in, um, is it 1 Corinthians 8, 9? 9, 8, 8, 9. I always mix those two together, but it says that he became poor that we might become rich. Amen? And as we're looking at this today, we're going to continue with the people God made rich. Three is part three. And we're going to look at the widow woman. As we look at the people God made rich, we're going to look at some of the things. As we've been looking at it, actually, we're looking at some of the things that they did. In obedience to God's word as they followed God because we don't want to just be rich for being rich glory to God we want to be rich first of all in Christ amen that's rich in our spirits because that's where all the other wealth comes from and that's why the Bible tells us in third John 2 he says beloved I desire above all things that ye may prosper and be in health even what as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> and that's the reason why it makes no sense why sometimes people try to take the scriptures and twist it and say, no, God wasn't talking about material wealth. He was talking about, you know, no. God wants us rich every way. He's the God of all wealth, the God of all riches. There's no wealth apart from God. All things come from him. Hallelujah. And the Bible lets us know that the blessing of the of the of the what of the Lord Proverbs 10:22 it makes you rich and it adds no sorrow with it. And that's why we want to be wealthy God's way. Because if you try to get wealth on your own or use the system of the world there's some sorrow that's going to be added to it. And how do we know? The Bible lets us know in Joshua it says that if you meditate on God's word day and night you will have good success. And so we always know that if there is good success then there must be Bad success. And we don't want the bad one. We want the good one. Amen? All right, let's look at this woman here. First of all, I would like us to see what Jesus said about the woman in the New Testament. Put up Luke 4, verse 25 to 26, talking about the widow woman. God made this woman rich. Hallelujah. We have the privilege of reading about it. Proverbs, uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 25 to 26 Jesus began to talk to the people and he was using this analogy or this example to, to, to let us know that sometimes, even though we might be in the church, even though we might have heard these things, but we cannot take it for granted. So here he's telling them, he said, but I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when the great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Seraphta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was 
a widow. Hallelujah. And we know that the reason that God sent Elijah to her was not just to sustain her, was because she had faith. She had some things going on for her that made her a candidate for the blessing of God to manifest in her life. Now, one of the things that happens many times, we read about the blessing, especially in Deuteronomy, and I'll bless you in your coming in, in your going out, in your basket, in your bands, and in all of those things, and we can decode it to our bank account, our savings account, and things like that. But sometimes, we read that part without reading the scriptures before. And the Bible says that if you will obey, if you will diligently seek, and that's the reason why the grace message is dangerous when it kind of makes you feel like, oh, whatever you want to do is grace. No, 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 no. There is an if. Praise the Lord. There is an if to it. And the reason there is an if to it is because if you don't follow that if, you will be destroyed. So it's out of God's love. It's not because he's trying to put conditions or, you know, stop you from enjoying certain things. He's actually trying to stop you from being destroyed. And so that's why he gives us, he says, if you would walk in my ways, these are the things that will come to you. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited about that. So Jesus was saying to them about this woman. And let's go now to um, where the scripture is in 1 Kings 17. 1 Kings 17, we'll start from verse 9 and we'll kind of study the woman a little bit. You can go back home, meditate on it. There's definitely some more. There is always more. Hallelujah. And so wherever God, you know, with God, we, we can find um, faith, love, obedience, honor. When you're talking about the prosperity of God, when you're talking about walking with God, there are certain things that you find that is in a mix. They work together. Praise the Lord. His faith, his obedience, his honor. Hallelujah. Love. Now, all of these things are kind of intertwined. There's a manifestation of them in different ways, but we want to press in for all of them. And many times, even when we don't understand certain, you know, we don't understand how to break them down in their different categories, but we take a step in the area that we know God will meet us there. I thought I would hear a louder amen. amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's see what happened with this woman. Verse 9, the Bible says that arise, and God was talking to Elijah here, where there was, a, there was a famine in the land. There was trouble with Ahab and Jezebel. And so God had to sustain him because now there was no rain, and he knows how to sustain his people, right? So he sent him, he gave him an instruction. He says, I want you to go to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee, so he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the woman, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. Number one, this woman was diligent. Hallelujah. God looks for diligence in people, and it's important to, have, to be diligent because God is diligent. Look at the world. See the way he created everything. It's, it's, it, this is born out of diligence. So the woman was gathering sticks, and we know that this is important. You'll see why this is important later on. So the Bible says that he met her gathering sticks outside, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going, number two, this woman is what? Obedient and honoring. Hallelujah. She didn't say, Oh, why are you sending me on an errand? Do you know me? I believe that somehow she perceived or she may have even known he was a man of God. And so she decided that she was going to obey and do what he said. Now, that's, there's another thing there is love, kindness. So whatever she may have perceived, let's say she perceived that or she knew he was a man of God. This is about love for God. 
And we can see that love is manifested in different ways. Love can be manifested through kindness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that she began to go. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but an handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks. Hallelujah. Here are the two sticks again. And I said that we should pay attention to that, why that is important. This woman, even though she knew this was her last, she did not give up. She did not go begging. You know, sometimes it seems like the last resort is begging. And especially for us believers, we need to know and understand that begging is not something we are called to. Now, if God gives us a direction to go ask, that's totally different than trying to say, oh, woe is me. Everything is over. I have to beg now for a living. Kings don't beg. Hallelujah. So she was diligent and she's going for now. She's gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Go ahead. And Elijah said unto her, fear not. Go and do as thou hast said. How many of us know that there is another thing to be learned here? Never fear lack. Never fear lack. Hallelujah. We are covenant people, remember? God's got you. Hallelujah. He said, and, and he says, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after make for thee and for thy son. And thus said the Lord God. Now there was a promise attached. Can you see? There was a promise attached to the instruction. What if she did not do the instruction? She would not receive it. Many times that's what some are trying to do. They are trying to wing it, get it, and leave out the other things. But God, he said to her, he said, do this for me. And, and this is what is going to happen. Now, she may have stood there and said, oh, well, cause do it now, do it, do, but I'm not making anything for you. You know, I just, I just, I just, I mean, you have to understand, I can't tithe. It is not possible for me to tithe. It is not possible for me to give. I am too poor, but I really, really want that blessing manifested. The one that makes rich and has no sorrow with it. Doesn't work. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, For thus said the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went out and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. Hallelujah. Now, there was something I noticed about this widow woman. You know that there were a couple of widow women in the, in the scriptures. And God gave different directions to, to both of them. This one had a supernatural manifestation, a supernatural flow, that I believe that out of that, she probably got wisdom and started a business. Because, praise the Lord, <laughs> she may have gotten that. But at that time, there was no rain and all of that going on. So there was not much buying and selling. So there had to be a supernatural manifestation. I don't know whether you're getting this. I'm telling you that whatever circumstance or situation you find yourself in, or the world is in, God can keep you. God is not limited. God is not restricted. Hallelujah. 
And so that's what happened with this woman. But there was another widow woman that was married to the prophets. And God said to her, the prophet said to her, he said, get some barrel, get some, um, um, borrow some vessels, pour it. And after he poured it, he, then he said, then you sell it and pay your debt. But this woman, he said, it will not end. The oil will always be there. Every time you go to your kitchen cupboard to get oil, there will be oil. Every time you go to get some flour, there will be flour. How it was going to happen, she did not know. But that was her promise. And that's what happened. Because the Bible says that she and her, okay, where is it there? And she went and did according to the saying of the Lord. And she and he and her household did eat many days. And she was living in a big house. I don't know whether the house came before or after, whether it was the house her husband had left her. Praise the Lord. And that's another thing I want to mention about her situation. She's a widow woman. In those days, you know, it was you were, you were better off being single than being a widow. And in any situation, many times, if you are a single person, you can tell, you can, at least you, 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 you're handling yourself. But for the widow woman, she's been used to being taken care of by a man by her husband, who was handling all their affairs. And all of a sudden, she finds herself without that kind of support. But it doesn't matter the situation. God can make it good. Amen. And he did. So I don't know if it's the house her husband left her, or out of what she had now, she had this house. But I know that she had a house, because the Bible says that later on, her son died. It's interesting. For a long time, I didn't even realize that the two women, their son died over here, the son died over here. And remember, we are talking about good success. If she hadn't followed all of those things leading up to the time that her son died, she would not have received her son back to life. Because guess what? The prophet was in her house eating and drinking when her son died. So he was now able to help her. And the Bible said he carried her off to the loft. To the penthouse. <laughs> he carried her upstairs. So he kind of had a room upstairs or somewhere in her house. She had enough space to keep the man of God because God made her rich. She could feed another mouth. She didn't have to take care of only the boy. The Bible says she and her household. And she took care of Elijah until the time that he had to, to leave. Amen. So this is the mindset that God wants us to have. God wants us to be rich. And God wants us to be, to be, how will I put it now? To be well. Amen. He wants us to be provided for in our minds, in our bodies, every which way. He doesn't want us to just have money and be too sick to handle it. He said, I desire that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And that's how I know that we better watch out when we are going to take two jobs, three jobs, five jobs that is breaking our health down. Or we are doing certain things that God has not called us to. You know, this is weighing. This is causing me to toil. This is, this is taking away from me being able to do what God is calling me to do. We better be watchful of all of those kinds of things because that is bad success. The Bible says that all these things will be added unto you. God adds things to us. He's not saying go and try to make it happen by power or might. When God adds things to you, it is beautiful. 
And you know when he's adding things to you, you are able to tithe, you are able to give. The, the, what you have, you are able to share with other people. doesn't matter how small it is. You are, you are believing God to go to a big place. But where you are right now, you are ready, willing to share what little you have. Not trying to keep it, not trying to say, oh, the, trying to take this from me. Oh, this is all we have. We're not going to be able to do this. No, as we're living life, let's listen to the direction of God. Because this is how we enter good success. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We trust that you are blessed by the message. To listen and hear more, catch us at 1130 on Sunday mornings on YouTube or Facebook at Love Foundation Christian Center. If you have any additional questions or just want to learn more about the church, feel free to contact us at lovefoundcc at gmail.com or visit our website at lovefoundationusa.org. Thanks for listening.